Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I am Jack Hampton, and this is the Hampton Hoops Podcast. So this is my first ever podcast. Uh, a little bit about me. My name is Jack Hampton. As you probably heard the intro, I go to Mississippi State University where I major in something completely different than journalism or covering the NBA. I'm doing this podcast purely out of the love for the game. I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee, where I am a diehard Memphis Grizzlies fan, but this is not a Memphis Grizzlies podcast, so I would do my best to keep the bias out of it. This is a podcast about... NBA storylines, players, teams, predictions, you name it. Uh, This is just a podcast covering the NBA, so I hope you enjoy it, and let's get into it. Let's get into Monday's opening segment, which is Player of the Weekend. My Player of the Weekend is Devin Booker. Yes, I know this man was screaming at a mascot for uh, making him miss a free throw earlier, which was ironic because in Toronto they have literally nobody in the building because of COVID. So that was the only possible distraction. Instead of 18,000 fans, he wants to scream at one mascot. But that's cool with me. He had a hell of a weekend. Uh, Friday in Indiana, he had 35 points where he hit six threes. And Sunday in Detroit, he had 30 points and his net rating was a plus 20, which means that when he was on the floor, they outscored the other team by 20 points, which was just incredible. Um, also, Sunday in Detroit, he had that put that put back dunk where he just floated backside and uh, crammed on whoever the hell Detroit's big man is because, I don't know, it's somebody new every week. Hopefully they got their 10th win by now, which puts them at 10 and 112, but it's uh, whatever. We're, we're, not, we're not talking about Detroit. We're talking about Devin Booker. Um, he has his team firmly in the number one seed now. They're two and a half games up on Golden State. Yes, D-Bug has only been averaging about – you know, 24 points a game, which is his lowest scoring output since the 2016-17 season, which was his second year in the league. But um, he keeps playing like this. He's going to um, get right back up to 25 points a game. And it's just so good to see Devin Booker excel on a really good team now because those first few years in the league, everybody knew he was putting up numbers, but they'd say, uh, he's putting up numbers, but it's for a shit team, and now it's it's actually for a title contender. And it's just really good to see Devin Booker continue to excel and continue to grow with Chris Ball right by, him side, right by his side, who's just a great mentor for him. So that is my player of the weekend, Devin Booker. Let's move into our second segment, which is Team of the Weekend. Now, I thought I had a lot of choices. Honorable mention will be the Dallas Mavericks since they snapped Memphis Grizzlies' 11-game winning streak, but we'll get into that as we talk more about storylines later in the podcast. But my choice for Team of the Weekend this weekend will be the Philadelphia 76ers. They played Friday and Saturday, and on Friday they beat Boston 111-99, and they beat the Miami Heat, who were red hot in Miami on Saturday, 109-98. This Miami Heat team was second in the East. They were 13-4 and four at home, and they had won eight of their last ten going into this game in Miami against Philadelphia. 
Uh, Joel Embiid led the way with 32 points in that Saturday game against the Heat. And leading up to that Boston game, Embiid scored 30 or more points eight games in a row leading up to that Boston game on Friday. So he was he's been on absolute fire lately. And in my and in my opinion, he's the Shaquille O'Neal of our generation. I know that's a lofty um, comparison, but I think hell's the only thing that stood in the way of him because I think he's one of the most dominant big man ever when he's on the floor. But that's the key when he's on the floor because health has really held him back from a career that could be one of the best of all time because he can shoot, he can post up, he can rebound, and he can defend really well. And he takes pride in going against another great big man. But he's he's definitely the Shaq of our generation, one of the most dominant big men ever if he could stay on the floor. But that is a big if. Joel Embiid has kept Philly afloat without Ben Simmons all this time this year. And to be honest, I don't think Ben Simmons is going to play this year. Um, we can get into that in a different podcast. I don't even want to get started with Ben Simmons. I'm sick of hearing about him, sick of talk about him. I, I, I'm not a fan at all of Ben Simmons. But back to the team of the weekend, which is his former team, 76ers. They have very trying times ahead, although they had a very good weekend. They need to still handle that Ben Simmons situation and also that Tobias Harris outrageous contract is just ridiculous. I mean, I looked it up and my jaw still dropped. I knew it was terrible. I didn't know it was five years, $180 million contract for a role player, in my opinion. A really good role player, but a role player, five years, 180. I, I don't know. I don't know. Daniel Morey just, he keeps looking worse and worse as time goes on. He's losing leverage in this Ben Simmons situation. But an upside for my team of the weekend is Maxie and Seth Curry have had a really good year. And I think they found really two good pieces in there. It's perfect to surround and beat with a dynamic guard and Tyrese Maxey and just an absolute sharpshooter in Seth Curry. Now for our final Monday segment on my first podcast, we'll go into the weekend storylines. And I'm going to start with Grizzlies' 11-game winning streak snapped on Friday by the Dallas Mavericks and a 112-85 to blowout. Uh, Luka led the way with 27 points. And, you know, this Luka and Ja debate really heated up the past couple weeks. Um, with everything that Ja's been doing this year and carrying his team to number three seed. But even as a Grizzlies fan, I, I still don't know if I take Ja over Luka. I love Ja Morant. You're not going to find somebody that's a bigger fan than Ja Morant. But Luka, with that size, 6'8", and can handle the ball, can shoot, can pass, can facilitate... It's it's hard to pick Ja over him. It's it's just still neck and neck in my opinion. Ja's still growing. Yeah, Luca has a year on Ja, but I don't know. Luca just looks like an absolute like he could be the best player in the league. Ja, his ceiling's high. It's very high, but I just don't know if he could ever be the best player in the league. I think he could easily be the best point guard in the league, and he may be the best point guard in the league right now. 
but all around best player I don't know um, but I'm sure we'll see Jaws he's got a killer instinct and they'll respond well I think they'll respond well to Chicago on Monday our second storyline we're going to get into is the Los Angeles Lakers their struggle really continues uh, they lost by 37 to the Denver Nuggets on Saturday and I saw a tweet come across my timeline that I couldn't resist reading because Magic always has thoughts. Magic Johnson tweeted Saturday following the loss around 10.30 p.m. He goes, after being blown out by the Nuggets 133-96, to we as Lakers fans can accept being outplayed, but we deserve more than a lack of effort and no sense of urgency. Owner Jeannie Buss, you deserve better. Okay, I don't get how she deserves better. She's in charge of the team, but okay. Anyways, thanks, Magic. <laughs> but um, they've now lost three in a row. Um, I don't hate the Lakers. I, I'm really indifferent about LeBron James. I think he's a fantastic player. I think he's a little dramatic sometimes, but I think he's one of the greatest of all time. I don't, I'm not one of those LeBron haters, and I'm not one of those LeBron lovers. I'm, I fall somewhere in the middle with him. He's played his ass off this year i mean he has been at the peak of powers at 37 years old which i thought i'd never say which is just incredible but now i feel like the media's attention is really zoned in on frank vogel and he's on the hot seat right now me personally understand where they're coming from i don't agree with it they are 18th in defense and 26th in offense frank vogel is a defensive-minded coach the fact that they're 18th in defense really outrageous people but my response to that is what the hell are you supposed to do with that roster? Do you think Wayne Ellington's going to go out there and defend? Malik Monk's been great offensively. He's not a defender. Westbrook and LeBron are stars. They're used to. They're not used to doing the dirty work of role players and being a great, solid defender. I don't understand what Frank was supposed to do with this roster. I mean, the average age is 85 on this team. I just, I don't know. I'm not defending Frank. I, I think he's a mediocre coach but I don't think this all falls on him you can ask me who's to blame then well my answer to be that would be Rob Palenka and LeBron James obviously I'm not blaming LeBron the player I'm blaming LeBron the GM because if you don't think LeBron and uh, the GM Rob Palenka work together on putting this roster today you're full uh, LeBron has say in pretty much everything that goes on at that organization he had say in everything that went on in Cleveland as well but um, this roster is just not cutting it. Uh, I thought they'd be better than they were. I didn't think they'd win the championship. But Russell Westbrook ended up not working out. I didn't hate that. I thought, you know, maybe it could work. But it's really the rest, what they gave up for him. I mean, Kuzma gone, KCP gone, not re-signing Alex Caruso was huge. Alex Caruso is really that guy off the bench who provided energy and defense. And he's... He's in Chicago now where they're the number one seed. But you you have to sit there and wonder, well, what can they do with the roster? <laughs> the answer is not really anything. They're kind of stuck in this. I mean, they're only people they could really trade with any value would be Taylor Horton Tucker and Kendrick Nunn, who hasn't even played this year. Uh, THD is a great young player, but how much can you really get for him? Nobody, I mean, nobody's going to take on the Westbrook contract. So they're kind of stuck in this this place. And I think Vogel will probably end up getting fired and he'll take the blame of this. I just, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think it's all on him. I think it's on the roster construction. 
our final storyline we're going to get into is Kevin Durant, one of my favorite players. He sprained his MCL on Saturday in the second quarter against the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, he's expected to be out four to six weeks, which is just a massive blow to this Brooklyn Nets team. They were already four and six in their last ten, and they're, they fell to the three seed in the East, and they were once the one seed earlier in the season. But they're really, they're really in some shit now because... I mean, it's going to be a lonely James Harden at all the home games because the whole Kyrie Irving vaccination situation. So if I don't know if we can see MVP Harden again, he doesn't look like he's in the best of shape to be still absolutely fantastic player. But I, I don't know if we'll see that same Houston MVP James Harden at home. The good news for them is um their next 14 games 11 of them are away so they will have the services of Kyrie Irving to help James Harden um but if Durant's out longer than that which is very very possible then it's going to be a tough stretch for the Brooklyn Nets and this will really test second year head coach Steve Nash and we'll really see what he's made of because if they don't make it past the second round this year he may be uh packing his bags we'll see I love Steve Nash as a player, but I mean it's still a you know sit back and watch as a coach. I don't I don't I don't know. Well, that's going to conclude my first ever podcast. I want to thank all two and a half of you for listening. <laughs> no, but seriously, I really appreciate um, whoever listened to this podcast. I cannot be more appreciative of it. Feel free to give me a follow, and hope you have a great day. Oh.